What's up, y'all? Welcome back to episode two of the podcast. And I feel like I have recorded this quite a few times. But today I'm just like, you know what? I had to kind of rewrite my ideas because I'm one of those people who can veer off topic pretty easily. So I got some structure and we're going to go ahead and we're going to knock this episode out. So this week's episode, we are going to be discussing toxic positivity. Um, I felt really compelled to have a episode on this topic because I feel like it's one of the biggest hindrances when it comes to dealing with toxic people. Um, so by definition, toxic positivity is basically giving yourself false reassurance to avoid the emotion or the negative response that you may feel to something that someone has done to you. Just a really quick example. Um, your friend does something fucked up, right? That makes you feel away. And instead of you responding and feeling that hurt feeling or feeling sad about it, you basically rewrite that narrative. You change it and say, oh, no, she didn't mean it like that. He didn't mean it like that. That type of thing. And... There's a couple reasons this is such a huge hindrance to you, your healing, your growth, and just overall your life. So, three reasons I think that it really negatively impacts people is you tend to become disconnected from your reality. You know, you are repainting this picture of this person or these people and you're not really in tune with what's actually happening because you're trying to reassure yourself that it's not what's right in front of you. So um, I had a conversation with a friend recently. We were talking about toxic positivity and they were like, well, couldn't that just be making an assumption? No, I'm not speaking on making assumptions. I'm talking about when something is in plain sight, when somebody is being shady or somebody is being rude or being nasty and you write, rewrite that narrative to not be negative. So you're like, you know what? I'm not even going to respond like that. They probably didn't mean it like that. Instead of allowing yourself to feel what it is you need to feel so you can heal from it. Because every little thing that happens to us that's a trigger, that bothers us, that hurts us, there is a healing process that comes with that. And the more you use toxic positivity, you are delaying your own healing. So, that's just something to be mindful of. Um, It also allows the toxic person or people continued access to you. That person is getting so much more time in your life to be negative, to be toxic, to weigh you down, to stop you from your goals or your dreams or whatever type of toxicity they bring to the dynamic. You're allowing them constant access when you're giving yourself false reassurance about somebody who's proven time and time again that they are a toxic person. Um, And the biggest thing for me that I had to learn from, because I am definitely one of those people who use toxic positivity. Um, In some instances, I felt as though I had to. But the biggest thing for me is you're never able to release that emotion. Trapped emotion is like the worst thing that a person can experience. And, you know, I tell some of my friends all the time, like, you know, sometimes you just got to let shit go. You know, sometimes you can't, you don't have to address everything. But I understand 
how and why people can feel like they got to get stuff out, right? So for me, now I've had to find healthy ways to get things out so that I'm not matching somebody else's low-ass vibrations, if that makes sense. Like, you, you're you not going to knock me out of my square to a point where I'm stooping to your level. So that's kind of where I had to find balance to allow myself to feel what I needed to feel but not lash out and just kind of handle it differently for my own peace of mind. I don't like chaos. So um, it's really important for me to find healthy ways to get out the things that I'm feeling or when I'm feeling away. I am a big crier. I'm a big supporter of people who cry out their emotions because sometimes, you know, people see it as a sign of weakness, but it's really something that's saving the people around you. By finding another way to get that emotion out versus being violent or being verbally abusive or attacking someone, you know. Um, toxic positivity has definitely impacted my life on a personal level. Um, it kept me feeling bound to people who I knew I needed to get rid of, right? You know a person isn't good for you. You know a person doesn't have your best interest at heart, yet you're still holding on because you're continuing to give yourself this false reassurance that what they're doing, they don't mean, or they don't mean it that way, or they're going through something. So it's like you're so understanding of what they're doing and what they're going through that you're allowing them to continue to disrespect you and giving them the the access to you to do so um it definitely slowed down my healing it took me i'm still going through my healing process healing is a journey y'all so it's never going to be oh i gave six years to this person i need two months, three months, a year of therapy. You don't know what your healing is going to look like until you get into it. And sometimes your healing is causing you to self-reflect and look at the things that you set yourself in and allowed people to do to you. So um, it definitely slowed down my healing. And another big thing was it kept me angry, holding in all that negativity. It just kept me with a negative mindset. I was doing things that were not in my character, you know, I was being negative to other people, I was being hateful, you know, and it's crazy, because I had put up a tweet, um, I think it was about two days ago, and basically was saying how, you know, there have been times in my life where I wasn't lovable, I wasn't kind, I was mean, I operated out of hate, you know, and it's like, you have to forgive yourself, You have to forgive yourself for what you've allowed to happen to you. You have to forgive yourself for the things that you've done to other people. And sometimes people won't ever see you in a different light. No matter what you've shown after the fact, they'll never see you in a different light because they're still bound by hurt that maybe you caused or just hurt in general and they don't know how to disassociate that from you that's just something that you can't control right i can't do anything about what somebody has in their head about me you know if you feel like i'm this person because i was going through a traumatic situation and responding and giving trauma responses that's okay 
because that's what you saw. So if that's all you want to go off of and you don't want to change the narrative or get to know me on a different level to change that narrative, you stay stuck in that. But I've moved forward. I've forgiven myself. I've extended some grace to myself because we've all done ugly things and done things that we're not proud of or said things that we're not proud of in situations, you know, a lot of times that are just brought to us, that people just throw on us and expect you to handle it a certain way because it's them. And that's the selfishness of people. Um, so the biggest thing with toxic positivity for me is to understand how important loving yourself is. You know, allowing yourself to respond to triggers, negativity, traumatic events, and don't delay your healing. When you feel like it's time to remove a person, remove them. And you don't owe anybody anything with regard to that. You don't have to sit sit a grown-ass person down who's very well aware of what they've done and say, hey, I'm going to be removing you from my life because X, Y, Z. I don't need that kind of closure. I've, I've never been the type of person who needs closure anyway. I give myself the closure. You did what you wanted to do. You fucked me over, whatever, whatever. That's all I need. That is my closure. Now I can close that chapter and move forward with my life. You know, will we all stay in situations longer than we should? Yes. Will we accept subpar treatment from people who absolutely don't deserve us? Yes. But that's a part of growing. That's a part of growth. And truthfully, toxic positivity fuels so many toxic relationships and friendships, especially when people know that you're a positive person or that you're naturally a loving person or you're naturally a trusting person. And I would just caution anybody, you know, when you have those friendships where, you know, the person is talking about everybody around them and they don't like this and they don't like that. But those very people are the people that they hang out with. Pay attention to stuff like that because in my head, and this is just me, if you talking shit about them, I know when my back is turned, you talking shit about me. And for me, I don't dwell on it, but it's definitely something that I know. And I'm one of those people where if it ain't directed at me, I don't respect it. So I don't even pay it any attention anyway, but just to know that you are somebody who, you know, I could be considering a friend or even family, you know, somebody close, super duper close to you. Just watch how people move and never, ever for one second think that you're the exception to that rule. And, oh, well, they don't do that to me. I know they do that to everybody else, but they don't do that to me. Don't have that naive way of thinking. Um, another big thing that I had to learn was how to admit that something hurt me. It was so hard and it was like such a huge sign of weakness to admit that something hurt my feelings because I felt like the person who I'm admitting this to would see that as fuel and continue to do hurtful things. And that's a trauma response based on past experiences and things that I've been through. Um, and if you want to cry, do that shit. Let that shit out. Crying is an emotion. Crying is a way to release. Crying is a release. It's not weak to cry. Sometimes the emotions get so built up inside of you that the only thing you can do is cry. It's okay. That don't make you weak. That don't make you pussy. That don't mean you scared of nothing. Cry. 
I'm one of those people who I heavily attach into my friendships. If I call you a friend, like usually my family has embraced you. You done been around my children, my, my mom, you know, my brother and my family is super loving. So they just going to accept you, you know, and it's really hard for me to disconnect from friendships and relationships. That's something I know I have struggled with. And I feel like now that I'm better about setting boundaries for myself and seeing things for what they actually are, I'm in a place where now I have like almost like these mental pep talks with myself. Like, okay, I see how that person moving. I know how to handle them going forward. You know what I'm saying? It's like friends serve different purposes. People serve different purposes. And it's so hard to find safe spaces in your friendships. And it's crazy. I just had this conversation with a really good friend of mine. Shout out to Anelia. Um, We were talking about feeling comfortable enough to vent how you feel and to be able to determine when people are just being around to be nosy or if they're being around to be a friend. And, you know, I look at a lot of things. I don't have enemies. I wouldn't say I have enemies because I haven't really done anything to anybody to have an, an enemy. But if someone has an issue with me that is, you know, based off of their own shit, that's on them. But it's, I'm not, I, I don't consider, I don't mince fences. Let's put it that way. If I know you got bad energy, if I know you shady, if I know you do fucked up things, you can't be in my circle. And... It's not a conversation that needs to be had. I'm just going to deal with you differently. And the people for me who continue to dibble and dabble in that, then I'm going to handle you different. You know, it's like you have to distinguish your friendships from associates and from people who maybe you just have a lot in common with. You know, I'm just I feel like I'm a life speaker. I try to speak life into people. I try to encourage people. My friends, you know, they have their businesses. I try to be supportive, you know, but then, you know, you look at things in the endeavors that you have and you don't see that same support being reciprocated. It's like all friendships have to work from both ends. Both people have to want the friendship to work. So, you know, I'm done in a sense, especially with this new year rewriting narratives and pictures of people what you show me is what you are bottom line can people go through things and isolate so they can get their mental right absolutely can people be in tunnel vision with their goals and their ambitions absolutely that's never an issue for me but if i'm pouring into my friendship with you and you not pouring back i'm gonna stop pouring it's not even like uh, I don't do the tit for tat, you know, you do something petty, I'm gonna do something petty, you do something fucked up, I'm gonna do something, I don't do that, I'd much rather remove myself from the situation and let you have that, and for me, I think that the biggest lesson I want y'all to take away from this with toxic positivity is to just stop, stop, that benefit of the doubt <laughs> keeps you in so many fucked up situations, stop giving people that shit, Stop giving people the benefit of the fucking doubt because people know what the fuck they be doing. They know what they be doing. They know what they be posting or saying or whatever. Just continue to try to work on yourself, 
work on your goals, work on your ambitions, put your energy where energy is given to you. And where it's not, it's okay. Just because you disconnect from a person don't mean it got to be negative. Don't mean you got to talk shit about the person or it's beef or I don't like you or you could go to hell or anything. One thing I've learned in my 36 years on this earth, the people that you don't care for and you don't like, you don't have to speak on them at all. You don't have to say shit about them. And in my opinion, when you start to get in those spaces where you're constantly talking about your nemesis or the people that you don't like or that don't like you, they're really renting space in your head. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, who wants to give anybody that type of power over them? I know I don't. So when somebody shows you who they are, believe them and do your due diligence to yourself, to your own mental health, to not allow somebody to bring you down or to speak negativity upon you or any of that, any of that bullshit that some people tend to do. You know, I I reflect a lot on my friendships and I'm just so thankful to have the village of friends that I do, um, that genuinely, you know, love me, support me, care about me, love and support and care about my children. You know, it's, it's really unmatched and it's really hard to find genuine people. You know, some people stick around cause they nosy. Some people stick around cause they just ain't got shit better to do. Some people stick around cause they ain't got no fucking friends. Know the difference. Know when somebody is pouring into a friendship because they genuinely love you and they support you and they want to see you succeed. And know when somebody is just dead weight. Just sitting around waiting on the next drama story or waiting on the next anything to have to leech on to. You know, some people leech and feed off that negative toxic energy. So the toxic positivity, y'all, we are not. We are killing that as of today. Stop rewriting pictures of people. And that is episode two for this week, guys. I am going to get this edited and posted for you guys. Make sure y'all stay tuned. I'm sorry it's a day late. I'm trying to release every Tuesday each new episode, but I just really had to re-record this one because the first one just was not to my liking at all. But as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will catch you guys next week.